This is the first Sunday of Lent, and in this Lenten series, I would really like to go through with you each Sunday the importance of this gospel in the whole, because it's really interesting to see that the church would give us this gospel to start our Lent. You know, this gospel is the temptation of Christ in the desert, you know, after his 40 days in the desert. The devil takes him and gives him these three temptations. And these three temptations are showing us something that is completely foundational. It's foundational. It's like I often make the analogy between these, this and for us, it would be like in basketball, the basics, like dribbling and free throws. How am I making that comparison? Well... Um, a Catholic needs to learn that there are three things he needs to fight. And there are three ways he fights it. Last Ash Wednesday, and every Ash Wednesday, we're given three like medicines or pills that we have to take. And it's really important to grasp that we need to come back to the same thing every year, just like a basketball player has to come back to free throws and... Dribbling, you know, constantly practicing. Same with us. The three things that are medicine on Ash Wednesday are prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. And we need to become experts of those three things. Now, those three things fight these three temptations. What are the three temptations that Christ went through? The first one is the... The fact that after 40 days, he's hungry. The devil says, why don't you turn these stones into bread? The temptation of the body. The temptation to bodily needs, to exterior things. And this temptation is all that is bodily. And so it includes um, everything from, of course, food, alcohol, drugs, to everything of the sexual order to uh, even money, the exterior world, and how I relate with it. And these, these sins are fought by fasting. The fathers of the church have always been really clear. The fathers of the church have always said that fasting is an uh, essential thing that we need to learn to do. And it's true, because fasting is where I'm able to say, God, I put you and your will before how I feel bodily. God, I love you more than bread. And God, I love you more than my sleep if I wake up in the middle of the night and pray. That would be a kind of fasting. But it's that fight against allowing the body to determine who I am in relation to God and others. And so the second temptation that he goes through and the second medicine that's given This temptation is a temptation to vanity, and it's the devil that takes him up on top of the temple and asks him to jump off and says, well, won't the angels take care of you? I mean, if you really believe, jump, 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 just do it. God will take care of you. And it's this desire to prove to others, to prove to others, this desire to appear before others, 
really important to grasp that vanity is going to be this, not simply pride, but the prideful desire to make sure everybody else knows I'm the best. And how do you fight this? You know, the key that the Gospels are going to give is called almsgiving. And almsgiving fights this very concretely for it structures us so that we become relative to the other. But you have to give. I mean, you really have to give in order for it to structure you. You know, you have to learn how to prudentially give until it hurts. You know, it's like Mother, that famous quote from Mother Teresa, give until it hurts, lest you haven't given at all. So the second temptation is vanity, and how do you fight it? Almsgiving. Allowing my life to be structured towards other people. Towards love. Towards the giving of my life. The third temptation is going to be domination. Or I will be my own God. Or I will do what I want to do. Or I want to control all these kingdoms. I want to have power. If I just bow down before the devil. And here... The Lord quotes of a scripture, he quoted scriptures all the way through, by the way, which is very nice. It's good to go back and look at it. But here he quotes a scripture. There's only one God whom we shall adore. And the way to fight this pride that roots itself in us, that wants to make us God, God of our own lives, God of our own world, in not obeying anyone but ourselves, the only way to fight this is adoration or prayer. True, true prayer is always rooted in a form of adoration, which is, I bow down, I surrender everything to God. And it's these three, every year, that we have to come back to. The three medicines for the three big cracks inside of us. It's very practical. How are we engaging in fasting this Lent? How are we engaging in adoration and prayer? And how am I structurally orienting my life towards alms and giving to others. So let us ask that we might have that grace. Next week, we'll be seeing something slightly different, actually entirely different, but another whole important point about how to enter into Lent.